Why don't you tell Arnea about Violet? Oh, yeah, you don't even know. Okay, I don't. I'll tell you. <laughs> so I, um, I work on this project where I connect strangers over the phone based on particular topics. Okay. So uh, there's these specific lines, and it's a recurring call. And, like, Thursday nights at 7 p.m., people's phones will ring, and you it says tarot time, and you have to give a tarot reading for the person you're connected to. And there's all these different ways that people are talking to each other. Wow. Yeah. So there's uh, actually one on Monday morning, so it says, what are you having for breakfast? Okay. Um, so and it's your inspiring. phone rings and it says, what are you having for breakfast? No, your phone rings and it shows you the word breakfast. And you know, okay. oh, it's my breakfast call. Okay. And then you pick up the phone and there's this, like, prompt. And you listen to some hold music. And then there's another person there. And then, and then you, you just talk. talk. Yeah. And it's a random person. Wow. Yeah. But it can be someone you know if you want it to, if you want a private group just with friends. Mm. Yeah. But it's always a surprise friend. Wow. That's amazing. And we had... Uh, we had a call on... Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. We were both on the call together? Uh, no, 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 last someone... time we recorded... Uh, oh, no, no, sorry, it wasn't, it wasn't, our, it it wasn't, wasn't during our the recording, recording, but it was but... during breakfast uh, one time. We were having breakfast, and then yeah. you got a call, and it was right. someone from College of Extraordinary Experiences, yeah, which right. I think we had been talking about. Yeah, 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 so this is like got the only it. time that I didn't get Peter on that line. Oh, and yeah, it got the, it, got uh, it, got it. One of the founders of the... And he was, like, hiking. He had, like, just gotten to a waterfall. Yeah, he was like, writing. It's interesting. People pick up the phone in really weird context yeah. just to see if they can. Yeah. And, yeah, like, um, I definitely, yeah, I've picked up the phone, like, while in transit, like, while on BART, or, like, I'm riding my bike and I'll, like, stop and go over the des- to the side. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've done it in, like, many cities in different places. Yeah. And in contexts where there's other people. I know it's, like, not, it's not okay to just suddenly pick up the phone and be like, hey, you're on speaker, everyone's here, I've definitely, like... I mean, we, yeah, we did we that did Yeah, we're doing yeah. that right now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> so I should get a call in, like, three minutes. Oh, because okay. of, wait, did you set this up? Every time there's a full moon, yeah. Oh, us rubbers are always climbing up the ladder in our craft we try to cover all we can I'm Aranea I'm Danielle I'm Christina and I'm Albert welcome to Dispatches from Outcasts conversations from a creative community in this episode Aranea, Albert, Christina and visiting artist Danielle Baskin talk about the value of random encounters and pranks in the creative process with surprise guest, Dory. Oh, a roof's the most important part of your building. So, um, yeah, where did dial-up come from? Yeah, so uh, my friend Max Hawkins in, like, 2012 made this, did this project where he called people in the middle of the night. Uh, well, connected people on the phone between 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. at random times uh, to discuss their dreams. He was interested in, like, building this library of people discussing their dreams because all the calls were recorded, so they were put into this, like, database. What would people talk about if they were woken up? But they didn't really talk about their dreams. They talked Mm. about all different things, kind of, like, in different mental states. 
But yeah, uh, I met him like maybe three years later and he was no longer working on that project. But I had been interested in talking on the phone for a while because I was uh, like mostly painting full time. And so I couldn't spend time on the internet. So like I had to, I had to have people call me instead so I could be painting. I couldn't like, my eyes were occupied. Mm. So I spent a lot of time listening to podcasts and also talking to people on the phone. Oh, all right. This okay. is the, this is uh, my caller ID says full moon. We'll listen to it. So I have, I have the full moon line also. Did you not get a call? Uh, I don't know if I I don't did. think you have your phone on you. I don't, I don't Do you also is it want to pick up? But that'd be no, confusing. That'd be we, we, don't, we don't want to have another person that's also talking. I mean, we can all, all of us can hang out. <laughs> Let's not. So it told us to go look at the moon, which we can't because we can't bring the speaker outside. Hmm. That's true. I can go look at the moon Ron and like Holt. report back. Maybe we could pull up a picture of the moon. That, that works. Hello? 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 Hi. So, um, you're connected to, like, four people right now. Awesome. Like, we're, we're all sitting around the phone. I'm, I'm Danielle. What's your name? Uh, yeah. This is Dory. Hey, Dory. Oh, hey, hey Dory. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we all know you. <laughs> Um, is it okay if this if this call is recorded and featured on a podcast? Sure. Okay. It's so funny that story <laughs> yeah. because yeah, it's not it's that great. likely that it's someone that three of us know. I'm with. I don't know if you can detect our voices. I'm I'm visiting Albert and Christina. Oh, hello. Hi. Hey. And our friend RNA is here as well. She's part of our podcast. Hi. <laughs> um, so are you looking at the moon? So I'm looking well, at the sky episode. and I don't see the moon. <laughs> Do you happen to know which direction it is? Because I'm, I'm downtown and it's probably like behind a building. It's probably east. It's usually east on the full moon day. Okay. I'll just walk down to the corner and see if I can find it. Cool. We're going to look up a picture yeah. of the moon. You know, gave us a the question that I usually ask people on the night of the full moon is, how has your life changed since the last full moon? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, when was the last full moon? Um, I believe About it was days ago. June 17th. Was it the? It was like near oh, the. Oh, was solstice. it the solstice? Near the solstice. The last. Yeah. Moon, oh, we watched it. Yeah, rise. the last moon was the strawberry. Not the. Yeah. Oh yeah, we, we, were remember, walking. we were walking. Yeah, we were walking, walking with uh, David, <laughs> and we had two other visitors on that day, um, and watched a full moon rise. How has your life changed since the full moon? Thank you for that time to just think about an answer. <laughs> um, so I've been camping twice since then. Mm-hmm. So. I, I had a lot of outdoor time, which always makes me really happy. Um, and one of those was actually over the new moon, so the sky was especially dark. Oh, nice. And um, there was someone, it was like a, a festival, not just like camping, and, mm-hmm. and there was someone there who had a telescope and like really knew, knew what he was doing and was able to point out things. So I got to look up at like this nebula and uh, the Andromeda galaxy and like things I can't even explain mm-hmm. but it's um, one of those things about the, the night sky that's really fascinating and you know knowing there's so much out there when you start to think about the scale of everything out there it really blows your mind in a 
in a way that you don't even ever need to consider mind-altering substances. You just look at the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You're if you aware can actually you're, see it. Yeah. You're floating in this mm. giant unknown. <laughs> and it's sort of like, oh, we're lucky that we get to be aware. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And it's easy to imagine how, you know, our ancestors, especially way, way before there was electricity, would look up and entertain themselves making stories about it. Mm. Yeah, it's the only thing on Netflix for them, really. <laughs> right, and, and that every like many people had access to like making the kind of entertainment that they were offering to each other. Right? like that was like a role that that was that people had to fulfill. It wasn't uh, something that a handful mm. of people were delivering to like millions of people. Mm. Like every family had a storyteller. That's a good point. So, I walked halfway around the block and I can't find them in. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, it's... I don't know if it's actually up right now. <sighs> That's what I was trying to figure yeah, out. In, like, she, yeah, she's in San Francisco. Oh, right. I'm, well, I'm so... in Berkeley. Oh, wait, you're in Berkeley. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. One of my, like, one of, like, the most powerful memories and images that I have is when I was in Berkeley and uh actually I guess I was in Oakland but I was like a a border Mm -hmm. Oakland Berkeley and uh uh, caught a fool I was gonna meet a friend at a bar and as I was like heading there I I think I was on my bike and as I was heading there I like saw glimpses of the full moon like it was really low it was like rising and when I arrived at this bar before I went inside I like took a peek at the at the street that was uh, that was uh, perpendicular to the bar and just saw the moon like cresting right over this uh, like the the street was like kind of mm-hmm. um uh like you know slight uphill and so like the the way that it was framed behind, like next to the buildings and like rising from the from behind this hill it was just, like it felt like totally majestic totally. and totally powerful. It was like yeah. one of the best sights that I've had. I ran inside the bar and I like my friends right. weren't there yet, but I was like, "Hey, I just like, had to tell someone." <laughs> yeah, and I like went to the bar yeah. and I like and I like saw some people who like seemed like they were they would be friendly, and I said, "Sorry to interrupt you, but I just have to like offer this to you. <laughs> this is really yeah. amazing. You should come out and take a look at this moon rising." And it wasn't like all the way past the the mm-hmm. crest yet, so it was still rising. Yeah, and I was, I was really glad to share totally. that with someone. It's always something that you kind of like stumble into Mm. i've actually i'll be honest like i've been doing the full moon line for i think there's been four or five calls and i've never actually been able to see the moon (laughs) when my phone is telling me to look at the moon yeah and like if you're trying to look for the moon you might not see it it's just like oh wow there's the moon Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it looks like the moon in berkeley started rising only 10 minutes ago oh okay so you've got time so if there's any like like hills or anything around you, or anything yeah. blocking the horizon, you probably won't well get consider it. this yeah, your like pre pre game yeah. moon <laughs> experience. Like you'll be ready for it. I actually really appreciate that because I know when I'm driving home, I'm gonna see it over the horizon, yeah. kind yeah. of like Albert was just describing, mm-hmm. um, and it'll be rising like right next to the Mormon Temple in the hills, which yeah. is this huge bright like ominous thing. <laughs> Next to each other always grabs mm. my attention when I'm on my way home from work. Yeah, so I I will look for that. Are you on your way home now? Uh, I will be in a few minutes. Yeah, 
I always appreciate. I appreciate people who I can share sky wonder with.、Mm, yeah. Like I like that Albert, you like appreciate good sunsets, sunsets and,、yeah. and like weird clouds and like. That we can both like that we can either of us can stop the conversation and just be like, "Whoa!" Have <laughs> you ever met someone who does it? Like, I, like there no, are. That's not a cool sunset. Seen <laughs> better. Seen better. <laughs> I mean, not like quite like that, but people who just don't—they're like,、oh, "Okay, cool," and then they like will go back to like, sure, yeah, you know. I'm very interested in ground stuff. Gra- yeah, like I look at. Like bugs on sidewalks all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we'll stop and like look at some like crushed piece of trash. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think that many people share that sort of wonder. <laughs> But everyone likes a good sunset. Yes, nobody dislikes a good sunset. So like, can't we all find appreciation for the other things in the sky? Yeah, I met someone whose dream was. To、uh, have everyone in the world, wherever you are, when there's a sunset, you stop what you're doing and you ring a bell, and so you hear like you know, because then it alerts. Yeah. Like, oh, if you ring it, then it alerts everyone that it's sunset, and you should、It's、stop、spread. what you're doing and go outside. And everyone would stop what they're doing and go outside and look at the sunset. Yeah. But sunset. Since、there's no different start. Time, but there's all, like, <laughs> yeah, but it was spread. It was spread. The sound. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. there was like an unending chain of like、oh. of like cities all across、yeah. like the space, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Dora, you were there when I did like that sunset project, right? What's I did like I did a, a project where I was just like, let's just go visit the sunset every Sunday and like sit at the lake. Oh yeah. And I,、oh. and I was like trying to set up a standing thing for that like for a couple months. Yeah.、Um, just to have like some kind I, of regular gathering. It got really cool. I really、cool. miss that. Yeah.、Um, I was actually talking to someone about it just a couple of weeks、oh, yeah? ago, saying like having that standing social、mm, thing that was yeah、um, low obligation, low、mm-hmm. commitment, but like always there was really nice. Yeah. And I didn't want to have to be the person to to host that kind of thing, but since you know you no longer live here and obviously aren't hosting it here, <laughs> no one else has picked up that kind of activity. Well, I see a need for it. Maybe it's time to kick up something similar again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it could be a rotating obligation, like between different people, so that、uh, it's spread out.、Mm. I look forward to hearing、uh, that that it it will continue. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if that happens. Yeah, absolutely.、Um, I, I it might have to be in the fall for a variety of logistical reasons, but、yeah. um, I, I do think that there's a an important place that holds in our community, and I'd like to see it happen again. Yeah. Cool. cool. Danielle, how have you changed since the、yeah. last full moon?、Um, I think like the last full the last full moon, I was kind of、um, I had like a total lack of enthusiasm for mostly for like a lot of things、mm-hmm. I was doing and working、really. on.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think that happens. I think that was important though because I think、mm-hmm. I had to like alter things in some way.、Mm-hmm. And so for like the next four weeks, I had to. Sort of figure out ways to be excited about the current things、mm-hmm. that I have, and also do more or- organizational work around it. And、uh, I, I wish to, I could see、yeah. the moon. Like I kind of want to go on the roof now or something.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should peek out. Yeah, we we're, we're going to go on a roof later. We're going to go on a roof later. Yeah, I、Where? just finished、uh, finished roofing this house that we're building. So we're going to、oh, yeah. go. 
We're gonna go put a flag on it. <laughs> I like, have such a like special relationship to ro- house roofing because I hear the yeah. house roofing song all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll see the all the all the things of roofing. Yeah, I bas- so like I on this app, um, Max and I, who uh, we made this app together, uh, we have a random call between us at unpredictable times that just connects us and it's like 24 it's like 24 hours like it can call us at 4 a.m whenever but every time it calls it plays a song about roofing um (laughs) from this like roofer songwriter folk singer named don omen and um we kind of just refer to him as our boss uh (laughs) and have the roofing song memorized (laughs) And it's cool because I've never really like met anyone else who's roofing houses until right now. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe I should play that song. I'm gonna do another we can roofing play project. The song. In, like, yeah, a bit it's more, it's like, a whole. Al- it's not just a song. It's a whole album. Yeah. It's a whole album. Is it, yeah. a, is it like a concept album? Um, or is it just like he made folk, He made music about different things in his life. Mm. And because he's a roofer, he made okay. roofing songs. But yeah. he also like played at bars and like mm. had. Um, made a bunch of albums like he has like 12 different albums um and his stuff is pretty catchy <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm looking forward to hearing some more sort of like an advertisement too like you you can figure out what his company name was <laughs> <laughs> he's just making jingles for himself <laughs> yeah i, I get that yeah okay. all right should we get off the you're on the roof yeah. oh you got a roof nice what what building are you on Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> There's like this huge wall, and I can't see over it. Oh, no. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Danielle, yeah. about uh, how you use randomness in like your projects and decision-making and stuff. Oh, interesting. I mean, right, because there is the random person. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I think, like, I got into randomness doing, like, getting interested in tarot, Mm. and then also meeting Max, who's interested in randomness. Like, we both, because we, like, work together, have randomness decide a lot of things for us. Like, I did get into going to random Facebook events a while ago. But when Um, you say random in that case, it's just, like, kind of whatever shows up, or... No, like, truly a random number generator would decide which Facebook event to attend. Because Max built this script that did it. Nice. So, um, I got really into that. When I first met him, he was working on that, Mm -hmm. and I... Well, because he was able to scrape all of Facebook's events in, like, different cities, I could search by keyword, but then I was like, I'm going to try totally random. Um, And it led me to lots of interesting places. I went to, like, uh, an ancient, like, a Chinese uh, pottery auction in, like, in San Francisco, just, like, on a Tuesday afternoon, or I went to, like, a sci-fi book reading or like I would go to some like meeting or um I did at some point get interested in searching for specific keywords like um uh goodbye party or mm. birthday or <laughs> and this is just like all the events yeah. that were open that like had uh um 
that had all this information on it, so you could just show up and like yeah, some because I had access. Thing. I could like search. I could yeah. like just search for keywords and yeah. stuff, or yeah. like I'd search for keyword ring doorbell because then I knew it was like someone's home and stuff. But I think like what my my interest, I guess my interest with randomness is that um, it's like good to like I I was at first nervous about going to a lot of these events and it's good to like just place yourself in a totally uncomfortable situation yeah. to like learn about yourself and learn mm-hmm. about like what who are all of the people in the world because you think mm-hmm. you know you right. think you have an idea of like types of people who exist and mm-hmm. stuff but it's all actually not it's not true right because before any random event I would sort of guess like what the situation would be like mm-hmm. Um, and think like, oh, this is going to be sort of really lame or like, oh, like I bet it'll be like this. And then it's not. And so it's like, where does that idea of what I think people are come from? And like, it comes from all of my existing experiences, sure. but then like, it's interesting. I would never have been plopped into that world. So then that like builds my idea of like what things are happening and what people do and how humans are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, it's good to like, just totally like remove yourself from your habits and yeah yeah it's like no matter how open you think you are like you're always kind of bounded by your community and like whatever kind of bubbles like of yeah totally and like you can do new things with your community um but you're still trapped by what your what you think the preferences of the community are mm-hmm. i guess like you might only suggest things that you think other people would be interested in um even like deciding whoa did Dory say something? Yeah, I, she, I kind of... She oh, wanted to in the affirmative. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you were like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, you're like, I think like, like whatever uh, uh, people you're surrounded by shape the sorts of habits and decisions mm-hmm. that you make, but if you decide I'm going to do things truly at random, then you have an excuse to put yourself into a different situation. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that might be a thing that you either totally dislike or like. Um, but uh, we discovered like the Don Omen uh, roofing song yeah. through Max and his friend Will made like a totally random Spotify playlist. Right. Um, because it's actually really it's hard actually with most technology it's hard yeah. to it's hard yeah. to find things that are not a part of your rec- the right. recommendation algorithm right yeah, yeah yeah like youtube there's great stuff on obscure weird youtube but like youtube will only show you things that they think you're interested in right. mm-hmm. and then that sort of traps you into only like doing the same things and listening yeah. to the same music because all these business models like these business models are based on or the algorithmic models are based yeah. on like trying to get you to do more of what they think that you will spend more time on yeah and yeah I think, that, I think that they didn't I think that the designers of this tech sure they're trying to build addiction and like understand you better I think they weren't fully aware of how using technology to recommend things to you would actually be bad they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, why don't we optimize? Like, if people are searching for good music, why don't we optimize and find the music that they like? And that logic makes sense. Yeah. But it's also bad for people to not be exposed to other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We yeah. forgot. We, like, we didn't realize that optimization. We never questioned that optimization <laughs> was, like, could be a bad thing. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like that. Because um, it encourages the echo chamber. Yeah. And yeah. the algorithm's narrow. They like, by default, narrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting when I think about how I do choose my, pre- like, the way that I even got a lot of my preferences in the first place are totally random. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you have a favorite cafe, it might be because you once randomly decided to go there. But then because it was familiar, because it was, like, a fine experience, that then becomes your favorite cafe. Mm-hmm. And then you identify with, like, going to that cafe. But, like, you only... That only became a habit because at first you ran... Like, it was a random choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting, like, how many things, like, in clothing and in, mm-hmm. like, music taste and other stuff there... that, like, you kind of randomly stumbled into and then that became... Oh, that's my thing now. There's a way yeah. in which, like... Um, any kind of choosing of identity or like decision about identity, like um, kind of binds you, right? Like anytime you choose to like identify a certain way, then like um, you're you're stuck within like a narrow narrower arc of like what your experience could mm-hmm. be. Yeah, um, it's kind of nice also to. Or I use this app called Offbot to send me to random locations. Hmm. Uh, like, so it, like, it basically just chooses, uh, it uses Google Maps and mm-hmm. then okay. has all the different locations. Somewhere Google you can Maps. walk to? Uh, yeah, and it could be, or drive, like it depends, mm-hmm. like usually walk or, but you could choose your mile radius. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you can also search by restaurant or park or mm-hmm. just like business. Um, and it, it's when I when I use it in the place I live, I discover things I didn't right. know existed. Yeah. Um, but I do use it a lot for like if a friend wants to meet up, <laughs> uh, or if it's a meet, if it's a professional meeting too. I don't have to make any decision. I'm just like, let's do off book, and right. then I find a random place. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be good, but we have to go here. Right, and it kind of removes any sort of judgment yeah. or like stress of well what would this person think of me if i like choose this bar to me right yeah 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 that takes a lot of anxiety i don't know if this bar even represents me i don't (laughs) yeah you always have an excuse is like the random number did it it wasn't me (laughs) yeah i think we'll only need this in my life oh yeah you should you should download off (laughs) bot i'm gonna do that thank you yeah (laughs) we'll put a link up (laughs) and i think that's it's the there's this um I'm like really excited we're talking about this because there's this a podcast. It was like a mini series um, that Radiotopia put out. Um, it's called Ways of Hearing called, by Damon Kurcheski or something. Hmm. Yeah, and it was talking about. Um, there was one episode that was talking about algorithms and how like music in the past was um, more of a discovery, like a literal, like a literal discovery, because you would subscribe to like. You would just, like, not subscribe. So you, you would, like, listen find, to the radio. You would listen to the radio. Oh, yeah. no, it wasn't that. It was, like, you would find... They would have subscription services where someone would send you, like, oh, five random that. records every month oh, or something. Cool. Mm-hmm. And you would get stuff that you, like, super did not like and super, like, it wasn't ever your thing. But then every once in a while, you would get something that you love. Yeah. Um, and, like, with the algorithms, you always get something that you like. And people have lower tolerance for stuff they don't like, but you never, like, it's really hard to find something that you really love yeah. doing that, Yeah, right? Because it's there's no surprise, chance. there's no yeah. discovery. Yeah. And, that, and, like, that that experience of surprise is part of, like, um, feeling like you've 
you've come into something unique on your own. Yeah, but like technology services don't want you to be disappointed. They don't want yeah, yeah. And so knowing that. And I think that there is value in having bad experiences. There the totally is. But, like, yeah, um, yeah like, because, because it's set up, like, YouTube wouldn't want to suggest random weird YouTube videos. Because only, like, one in 30 are good. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's also perpetuated by our culture that doesn't uh, that doesn't um, yeah respect bad experiences. Yeah. Right? Like, doesn't appreciate bad experiences. Uh-huh. Well, and it's what I really appreciate about, like... Except for us, we're cool, so... Well, anyway. we're cool because we like bad experience. We like, <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to frame this. Actually, it is the tension with like I. That's what I really love about experimental art and like noise shows and things hmm. because like I show up and I go to these variety shows or these noise shows because I like I like like the people who are putting them on and I like like the scene. But I have, like, no idea who I'm going to see when I show oh, up. But other people do. Not even. Oh, okay. They just Like, you might know, like, one of the of per- people. Scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You might, like, know one performance, and then yeah. you have three others that you're, like, it could be anything. It could be ambient. It could be, like, mm-hmm. like really hardcore noise. It could be, like, a puppet show, or it could be, like, <laughs> um, drag. You know, like, it, you just never know. Um, and it's really hard to... But, like, so they had a fifth anniversary show recently, and this guy, Justice Yelham, came from New Zealand, and he plays glass with his mouth. He plays a piece of cut glass, mm-hmm. like, hooked up to synthesizers. To, uh, to contact mics. And to contact mics. Yeah, and with, then, yeah well, I guess they have pedals on, yeah. And then, like, it's just all manipulated with his mouth. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just, it was amazing. But and he was gonna be in Portland the next night, and so I sent it. I sent the email to a bunch of friends to like, you have to go see this guy. But I was like, but I know as soon as I describe it, that's gonna decrease the chance that you're gonna actually go, mm. right? Like, yeah. if you have any expectation going in, it's yeah. probably not gonna work. Mm. And so it's sort of like hard to describe, um, and hard to like tell people like, just show up. I don't know if you're gonna like it or not. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna like yeah. it. Yeah, but it's some, good to yeah. send people to things and say. And not tell them what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think, like, for that reason, I think, like, dial-up is really great because it's, like, setting up these situations that you don't expect. And, like, some of the other work that you've done is, like... Sort of. Yeah. yeah. Built I mean, around I, that kind of thing. I think that we do have an issue. I would like it to be even more random yeah. in some way because mm-hmm. it's sort of limited to only my... Ne- like, only channels that have come from me and Max have mm-hmm. found out about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... I mean, I don't think we want it to just suddenly appear on Reddit and have, like, a ton of strangers join at once. But if you, with anyone on the app, you can trace back how mm-hmm. they found it through one person through one person, and then mm-hmm. it goes back to mm-hmm. me or Max. And so I feel like, oh, it's just, it's not, re- I'm not really connecting with the total. I mean, I don't know everyone. There's, like, a thousand people. But, yeah, I mean, but, that's a, that, that's yeah. an interesting question, yeah. though, and something that we've been, part of what we've been exploring here has been about focusing, and I mean, like, it is a, there's a tension there. Like, there's there's what you're talking about, which is, like, trying to truly open your up, yourself up to ex- unexpected experiences yeah. um, through something that even you don't know, like, where you're going to go. Like, mm-hmm. no one knows where you're going to go because it's, like, randomly generated. Mm-hmm. Um, but this question of, like, um, 
you know, in Christina's case, like, there's, uh, like, the organizer knows, uh, like, the booker knows, like, what the show's going to be. Sure. Like, and being able to find things that you don't expect that you might like, mm-hmm. because you trust someone to, like, uh, to mm. kind of, you know, uh, uh, curate something for you mm-hmm. or just, like, offer something to you. Like, right. it, it, it creates a safe space for you to, like, explore that. Yeah. I think that's a reasonable thing, too. Yeah. a really meaningful thing that, like, the people on, uh, on um, like, in this community are people that have found out about it through people sure. who found out about it through, yeah, through you. Yeah, totally. Know? Yeah, and it does, yeah, there is, like, it does kind of connect everyone. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. Think, I think that's really important to allowing more people to, mm-hmm. uh, to you know, be okay with bad experiences because yeah. if the bad experience comes from someone that you trust, like it's a little bit more okay to forgive that. Oh yeah. If the bad experience is coming from mm-hmm. like this like corporation that like doesn't give a shit about me, like sure. I'm, I am more comfortable being upset at that and yeah, we are all the I time. Mean, you know? Yes. So mm-hmm. if we if we had like more opportunities for those discoveries to come from people that we trusted, yeah. maybe we'd be better at hmm. go at at, at uh, uh, yeah uh, attempting things that we didn't know we would like. Yeah. Is Dory still on the phone? Yeah, Dory's on the phone. Dark, okay. do you want to still be on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still here. I, was I feel like this Sunday. conversation is weird very much yes, away from we're, we're not on the, we're the not actual on the phone call. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to, like, leave Dory it's on the It's weird hook. because we're having an audio, like, we start, like, Dory was here at the beginning, mm-hmm. and because we're having an audio experience, it's mm-hmm. like we're all on a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, you can go home if you want, need to. <laughs> um, thank you for including me this oh, week. Oh, yeah, of I course. hope that I can hear the podcast when it's published. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll let you know. Yeah. it to you. <laughs> Thanks for enjoy, joining us. Enjoy watching the yeah, moon on the drive home. Probably that you'll be able to see the moon yeah. soon. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Any minute now, I should yeah. actually be able to see it. Yeah. It was really good to hear from you. <laughs> I'm glad that you showed up. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. All the roofs, the most important part of your building. If it leaks, it can create a real hell. Max and I once like decided to have a Twitch stream of ourselves just working on our app, uh-huh. and we thought no one would join. Right. We didn't share it with anyone, and four people yeah. joined, <laughs> and they're like, "Where are you?" And we're like, "We're in New York, in Chinatown," and they're like, "Oh, like, what sort? What did you? What did you have anything interesting for lunch?" today and like they were just chatting with us and I was confused are they really that bored that they just want to watch anyone I mean yeah. I guess there's a lot of boredom uh, out there yeah kind of there's a I ton think... of boredom because there's like <laughs> yeah. nothing to do yeah or I don't rather... realize that in a city yeah yeah I forgot hmm. yeah. I think there's a lot of people in the city who are bored all the time I think there's a lot of people who are in the city who are not taking advantage of their, uh, of, like, all the stuff that's going on and are just, like, burned out and sitting around at home. They need a friend to be like, trust me, I'm going to send you to a random place. (laughs) Could be. Um, I don't know. I don't don't think, I don't think, uh, like, the city is an automatic, uh... Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, uh, I think, like, you know, it's good that there's so much, there's, you can be connected to any person. You can, like, watch anyone in real time and feel like you're (laughs) hanging out with them through Twitch. Yeah. <laughs>
We can pull up a Twitch streamer right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is it easier to find ra- uh, uh, random... Oh, I haven't done random Twitch, but like... And apparently that's what people were doing when they I showed sh- up at I, yours. I could, yeah. I should probably do random Twitch. That makes me think of that Improv Everywhere piece where they like went to, to some small, uh, tiny rock show or whatever. Wait, what? The best gig ever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that but, was a yeah. mean thing. Uh, it, was, it was definitely pretty... Didn't... Yeah think it was like they didn't realize yeah, yeah. it totally like, so when i when i've crashed people's like birthday parties and stuff mm-hmm. or like we crashed me and a group of like four people crashed um like memorial day parties <laughs> but like most people because we didn't we weren't like uh pay attention to us or like we didn't mm-hmm. do anything mm-hmm. we just like tried to be part of the party but there was this one when we did like a traveling crash Christmas party event, like we went, went to, to as many Christmas parties. As we went can. to yeah. I used like the scraper that Max made, and then I searched for Christmas and found people's just like private holiday parties yeah. that were not supposed to be public on Facebook. Yeah. Mm. And um, Facebook has since changed. Oh really? Uh, there yes. Because they were aware. So they, you can't scrape it I anymore. Whole, I made a Facebook group for people doing this. Yeah, they, yeah. they became aware of it. Nice. Uh, but so we went to, like, someone's eggnog contest. We went to someone's, like, birthday slash Christmas party. And then we went to an ugly sweater party. But the ugly sweater party we went to... And we did this thing where we, like, pretended we knew people there. And, like, pretended... Or pretended not to know each other. And so we'd, like, be introducing ourselves to ourselves. And we, like, went in in groups of two or three. Mm-hmm. And then, um... At the end, we, were, we revealed who we, we revealed that we were crashing, but we wrote a song about uh, crashing parties, or like about Facebook, like about how you should make your event public instead of private. It was a like, public service announcement. Had, like, this, and we had this like poster of like, here's where, how when you create an event on Facebook, here's, here's like where <laughs> This the sounds private... kind of mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was funny. That's sure, but it's funny. like a little bit mean. It was only mean to the, okay, so like. Everyone thought this was hilarious, sure. except the ugly sweater party. They were all, like, way younger than us. It was a college party. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And our group, I mean, they were, like, 20. Yeah. Like, 20, 21. And our group ranged from, like, probably, like, 25 to 45. Yeah. And so, them realizing that we were teaching them something and we were older yeah. made them, like, <laughs> feel really bad. Oh, and they wanted them back party. Yes, because I've done I've done the crashing parties thing like fourteen times, and it was only that one time where they were like, "You were you tricked us! Like, why would you deceive us?" And started crying, <laughs> and we were like, "Oh my god, we're supposed to leave!" Like, I I didn't want. I was just trying to like amuse so, everyone. So I'm curious so, why you think the the improv everywhere best gig ever thing was, was mean. mean was yeah. meaner than I like, think it was like meaner that. than that. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, because I think that there. While we were at the party, we were still having genuine conversations with people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we weren't acting 100% of the time. Even though we weren't supposed to be there, and we are acting amongst ourselves, we still were meeting people. And I actually, like, met have met people through, like, the random things mm-hmm. I've been to. Um, I think that the issue with improv everywhere is that their intention was to be, was to create a fake experience for, for... Well, like, it was to create a real experience with, like, uh, but, but inauthentically, but was, right? Like, yeah, in a, in in a in fake a, way. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's sad when you know an interaction had an agenda behind it, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
I, I mean, like, I, I don't... I, I don't think that your version is less mean, but I don't think either of okay, them are sure. that mean. Yeah. It seems like the worst part of that situation was that they found out through an indirect source, essentially. Like, yeah. that they found out through Improv Everywhere's website, like, randomly later on, oh. and, like, and, and, it, and it felt like a trick. Um, yeah. It felt huh. like a trick that was, like, that they weren't even, like, told yeah, about. Yeah, I think I've mm-hmm. never... I think I've always revealed what oh, yeah. I'm doing... Uh, only in one scenario, I, I didn't because the timing was really off because someone at this, we went to like this jet, like, uh, like this like living room jam session and it was mostly like people in their like fifties and they didn't know what they didn't ask us why we were there. They thought we were like some friend's kids or something like that. They were just excited because we brought instruments. Nice. Yeah. Just like, just jamming we were, yeah. Nice. And like we just participated and yeah. didn't but uh someone like had to get his car towed or something i don't know there was no there was like absolutely no point in the conversation where it wouldn't have been totally awkward not a place to be like by the way we don't know you and so we just like never did it so do you think of like the kind of stuff that you do like the projects that you do do you think of them as pranks because I can, like, yes I kind of think no. of them as pranks. Like, yeah, you know, and not necessarily, jokes. like... I guess jokes. Sure. I, I do describe it as pranks. Yeah. Um, I think of it more as a joke because, well, like, a prank involves that you're... It's a trick, like, for, like the whole thing is a trick. Mm-hmm. And that... Um, like, okay, for example, the, the thing that I do for Oracle Open Worlds where I have, mm-hmm. like, people go... Yeah dressed up as wizards yeah. and go into the software conferences, you know, like yeah. Oracle, the, the company. Oracle's like a technology, co- like they're like, mm-hmm. uh, they're in the Bay Area and they have the Oracle conference every year, okay. which is uh, probably like shuts down part of the city and thousands of people go. Okay. Um, and they have their cloud solutions. And uh, I, with a group of people, we dress up like Oracle's. And, like, pretend that that's our conference, but we're confused because <laughs> our conferences are at the same place and time. But what's, like, that's a prank, I guess, because yeah. we're dressing up as wizards and saying this is our conference. But actually, we had a real conference inside it. Like, we, everyone who went is research. It, like, I told everyone, and a bunch of, like, tarot readers and people interested in divination mm-hmm. methods did show up. But I also told people that wanted to participate in this as a joke that, like... No, it's like you actually have to research some divination method because we're going to be practicing it on the attendees. And so <laughs> we actually had our own mini conference within it. So like it was a real thing. Like Oracle Open World did exist, yet it was also a prank. So I don't I don't know. So I think some pranks are yeah. like just uh sure. for the story. Yeah, yeah, I hear and you. for like the media yeah. stunt right. but like are not a real thing. It's a, Wait, yeah. Oracle Open World is a real thing. Like it wasn't created to be Wait, subversive I have within this. OracleOpenWorld.org and they have the .com. It was meant to be subversive, but we also had a conference that you commit. Like, and I actually, like, yeah. like we practiced, like, tarot card reading yeah, yeah. I guess, for, like, ten hours. So I have, a, I yeah. have like, one, one of my definitions of, like, maybe, maybe this is, like, a certain, like, large, larger subset of art than is would then would tend to be classified this way, but I think of like sometimes there's a lot of art that's just like jokes taken really far. Yeah, yeah, right? that's, yeah, totally. <laughs> like it's you know sometimes they're just like oh I have an idea this is funny and yeah. then I'm gonna keep going. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's maybe that's like the round that, that's where it takes like the prank into the performance art mm-hmm. like space. Yeah. But it's still a prank. Totally. And it's also no, yeah, prank. I think yeah. of things as a prank. But yeah. it's but I think of like uh like some of my businesses are sort of pranks, right. but then I sell the product too. Right. So right. is it yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe. they like they, they you always like when they cross that line, yeah, like yeah. your uh, drone sweaters. There, there's a lot of things on the internet that are prank products, right? Yeah. Like then you go to the site and it's like, haha, this is just a marketing right. stunt, right? And it's like, like I think, um, and I'm always upset by those. I think like Vitamin Water did this whole campaign where they put up posters of this guy saying like, I like, I'm this really busy CEO, and he's like drinking Vitamin Water. And, and then it's like, call me, like, we'll schedule, like, I'll squeeze, it's like, that it was for, like, lemon, vitamin water, and it'll be like, I can squeeze you into my schedule, call this number, and you call the number, and it's like, sorry, I'm really busy, and then it's like an ad for vitamin water. Mm. It's like, oh, you had an opportunity yeah. to have, like, a ton of actors on the, like, you had an opportunity to actually, like, dive into the experience mm. of, like, being, what does it mean to be, like, a busy, per, a busy career person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but it wasn't it made by, by yeah. It wasn't but, made like, by someone who really wanted to commit. But they had a huge budget. Yeah. And, like oh, if like they hired me and some friends to do that, we would have had like an actual call center, <laughs> and like for probably less money than they spent on like. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on so, making their like voicemail or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I am upset by pranks that are not taken to far the, enough. Like, far enough. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a prank thing next weekend where you know like the festival in the bay area called ephemerile mm-hmm. that's yeah. like burning man at sea mm-hmm. yeah it's um, on a river <laughs> what it's on a river right? yes it's, not really it's a sea, but... no yeah it's like a river and you and people make their like islands out of like boats and barges mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then and there's no rules it's like this like libertarian gathering and like uh, you kind of just like get drunk on yeah. boats for three days. Yeah. And um, and this is just like a really dumb pun, but I like got I got they have ephemerile dot or dot com and I have or maybe it's dot org and I have ephemerile dot org with an A like aisle like like shopping aisle <laughs> and then I'm like okay uh, I should create an event where we just hang out in big box uh, department stores and stay inside for like a few hours and go to like Costco and Office Max because like those places are kind of empty and mm-hmm. like the Office Max and Soma right. is like pretty it like needs mm-hmm. there's like, these places that have tons and of space chairs yeah. and yeah. like why like why like why spend months building a structure or yeah. boat thing when you can just hang out at your like local office max? So, uh, I, yeah, I have the landing. I'm gonna invite people to, that to do like next at the same time as a ephemeral. Yeah, yeah. I like um, the the uh, uh, fact that you have all these websites that are like kind of just off the yeah, things. It makes like me think of like yes men kind of projects where they. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, man. I don't. I'm not yeah. really familiar with their work. Well, they do. Yeah. Uh, they do like political theater, and some of the projects they do are essentially like putting out press releases for like uh, for press conferences or like going and giving talks at like business conferences or whatever. Under um, fake names. Under under yeah, fake identities as if they're represent like so. One of the projects they like they uh, 
pretended they were representatives of an oil company, saying that they that the oil company was finally fessing up to an oil spill that they like a, like a, oh, yeah. a environmental disaster, mm-hmm. and saying that they were going to cover all of the medical expenses for uh, for everyone affected by this uh, like by this costs. thing. Yeah. Um, and then and then basically they forced the oil company to say no 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 we're not we're not paying for anyone's anything. And so they're essentially like forcing the uh, the companies to like take um, responsibility or to, like to to be really clear that they are like not to, that they're totally irresponsible. Um, but they mm-hmm. do that. Through, part of what the, how they do that is that they like take fake domain names um, yeah. that uh, that are slightly different than the website. Got it. Okay. So and that's how they get the media to cover it as well. Credentials. Yeah, yeah. Do they get like cease and desist and stuff? I mean, like probably. Well, I guess. It's not because it's parody. Usually they get it, I, mean, I assume they get it after, like, after they sure. do the That's event. They do I think, I mean, I think a lot of it is that they're strategic about doing it well enough to get the event or to do the thing in the moment. Mm-hmm. or to, With like, media coverage. With, with right, media right. coverage. And then after that, it's like, they're not going to continue that identity or anything. They just need, like, they just need that one mm-hmm. talk filmed or they just need that one right. thing happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then they get like you know they get yeah. escorted off the premises, but they've right. already gotten yeah. the, the video clip. Totally. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's I guess the most. Well, I I kind of don't. For what's well, really their strategy? Media. I don't yeah. really like have a media yeah. strategy for like. I mean, that's I their do, that's their yeah. sort of strategy. And but you kind of like for media stuff, it has another like it has a much bigger life on yeah. the internet, and yeah. so mm-hmm. the actual event could be like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, then for for their work, it's uh, it is this is like a way of doing theater, right? Yeah. Like to uh, and for them, they're usually they usually have a pretty strong like political point mm-hmm. um, to how they're doing it. And they're going after big actors, yeah. and corporate, you know, corporations who are using, uh-huh. like the media is the tool of yeah. those companies mm-hmm. and those things, and they're totally. using those tools, you know, so again, burning those tools. Yeah. But again, they go like they go, they commit to their yeah. their identities, right? Like yeah. they, they're not just like doing the character, but they're doing the website and they're yeah, doing yeah, press they releases, do, they take and they're care like, of all the details. Yeah, yeah, they're and they're actually giving a talk, you know, and they're preparing yeah. all Don't, those do things. Do people like recognize their faces at this point? Uh, I mean, I guess like you know, maybe yeah, like yeah. random corporate suits don't know who no, performance but, artists yeah, are. It's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> corporate world is like on its own. Yeah, and there are yeah. a lot of people in the corporate world. So. Totally. I think they do a little bit of disguise work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should I should listen to their talks. Yeah. I kind of, I feel like I am somewhat irresponsible with, like, my, a lot of my, a lot of my pranks and stunts kind of don't have any goal. Hmm. Like, besides that I'm ta- I'm making a joke reel, mm-hmm. they don't have a ton of intention yeah. behind them. Yeah. I mean, I think that's okay, yeah. like, for any instance of a thing. Mm-hmm. And and I, f- like, yeah. I don't know, what do, what do you think your, your like, overall kind of, yeah, like, work like, what, is about? Yeah, where, what, is there a through line that you've been seeing, or, like, No, I try, I think, I try to think of things as separate, maybe, like, yeah. other people see it as having a through, having a through line. Um, I think that the one thing I have in common like, the one thing that's in all of my work has in common with the different projects mm-hmm. is, like, that I I like designing ways for people to have unexpected conversations mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. person yeah. they wouldn't normally talk to. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, like, like, LimeCon does that a little. Mm-hmm. 
Because uh, you're kind of like putting, plus, you're like creating an event uh, where people are embedded into like other spaces. Yes, that, public yeah. spaces. Yeah. yeah. You should but explain why. Like, like, the, the reason why good. I wanted to do ephemeral is because like I was at, I go to Office Max because like I need random shipping supplies and stuff. And I was checking out like all their chairs. <laughs> And then I was talking to security about, like, what if I just hunt, like, what if I just, like, sat in the chair all day, and he's like, that'd be awesome, and he was, like, <laughs> telling me about his, like, like, that he's, like, board working there and stuff, and then, like, oh, like, it's cool if there's, wait, like, if you can engage the, instead of having, like, a private festival, what if, like, right. you just did it common place, yeah. places became more fun, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like for the Oracle thing, a lot of people thought that a lot of people thought that we were hired. Right. And I kind of was at one point thinking like, oh yeah, they should just pay us to do terror readings. But right. I actually wouldn't think that'd be fun. Well, um, I mean, I remember there was a uh, one of the. Uh, Wait, yeah. hold, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> if Oracle like paid you to do exactly what you did, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I think I wouldn't do it. I like that we're like I think yeah. what makes it good is that we're sneaking in. Right. And deny and like denying that they exist. We like don't care about Oracle at all. We just care about the people there and like why their boss sent them there. And we talk to people about like their jobs and their families and mm. stuff, like at heart to heart conversations. And I feel like if it was this like like gimmicky thing that Oracle did, like maybe we could have I don't I wouldn't like that it's branded but like that their experience is like I don't like oracles. Like, if it was a different, if it, I would let sales, I would potentially let Salesforce hire me. <laughs> but I wouldn't want the experience that someone's having to be like, oh, Oracle like paid mm. you to do this. Well, it's interesting People because like, that already though. No, I explained. I explained that I snuck it in there. Like, oh wow, yeah. that's cool. I'm sure somebody thought it. Oh yeah, did no, not totally, tell you. totally. People that are taking our picture yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. mean, but you talk about like your, um, like how, um, or you talk about like the goals of of like the the performances that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I guess like if you're paid for it, there is like a goal implied on that. Like you're trying, you're you're either like uh, hyping yeah. some some company's image or, yeah. or, or and like and so that kind of imposes a goal onto the work that mm-hmm. you might not right, like want to do to and that's not to as fun yeah so yeah like right. get accounts and right. stuff even if like, like that even if you're given like kind of free reign to perform like that is implicit somewhere and yeah you can't, you can't be crazy in, crazy. It in some yeah. way right like yeah i have total freedom if i'm sneaking in yeah, yeah. but speaking about like uh the um about how like the how the excessive corporate stuff makes things boring. There was an event that we did, a trespass event, where uh, the event got broken up by by the cops, and um, I heard that some like tech dudes were overheard on the way out. They're like, "Whoa!" They got they like hired people to like pretend to be the police to pretend to. They thought people were hired to pretend to be the police. They thought the whole event was like was, oh, was like a, above board, designed right? For them. Right. Yeah, like and everything designed for them, and that's like a, that's kind of a yeah. Well, a shame, I right? think that when you when you think that everything is designed, you're less likely to part, to like participate in it because mm-hmm, like, right. oh wow, they have this, and right. like it's this entity that like thought about things for you, and you're like yeah. a guest. It, I mean, it totally orients yeah. you as a as a consumer, right? Yeah. And you lose the randomness, mm-hmm. right? Like you lose like a, the, a level of like yeah. uh, of awe of something of something kind of like randomly happening 
uh, is, is lost when you believe that someone has set everything up that's possible. Because mm-hmm. in that case, the people aren't free actors, right? Like, when you're talking about, like, you would have the freedom to do anything. Like, mm-hmm. you have the complete freedom when you're sneaking in. Um, that means you're unpredictable. There, it means there's, like, more chance in those encounters. Yeah. Right? Versus if, if you were hired and it was a design thing, like, there's bounds that you can't go beyond. I would, you know? yeah, I mean... Or, I, I mean, you, probably, like, then you wouldn't well, expect like, actually, somebody. probably they wouldn't let me go to the booths and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, we'd have to be, like, stuck somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, cause of, like, um, legal issues with blocking the hallways and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think I have been hired to do marketing stunts yeah. for companies. And I kind of can't really... I can think of lots of stunts, but I when I pair it with selling something, I, like, don't... I start thinking in a more normal... Like, I start thinking mm-hmm. of weird, less weird ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're that good. Right, it yeah. stifles your creativity. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I was hired to design stunts for a company. Yeah. And... Which is a strange job. <laughs> like... Yeah, I got the job because I, like, prank applied. Yeah. <laughs> what? I I applied to the job by printing. I have like this like service called Giant Cover Letter, which like prints like a six foot cover letter. And I applied for this job by like printing a cover letter and sticking it on their garage door. And like it was like with this like vinyl, so it was like stuck to the garage door. Mm-hmm. And all the employees thought it was like super funny. And like people took pictures of it on the street. And it was like on Facebook. And I, it got shared on LinkedIn. It got like popular on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, so I'm not surprised by that at all. Yeah. The, but but I, then they hired you? Yeah. I was like not exactly looking. I was like intrigued. If like maybe, like, oh yeah, like maybe I would like have some job for <laughs> Yeah, now. but it was mostly um, so you could stick a giant like, cover letter. I had the idea already, I just didn't yeah. have the opportunity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they had this, well, they had a garage that like had a sign on it saying that they were looking to hire someone. So I thought like, oh, well, if they have a garage saying that they're hiring, I will put my cover letter right here and just like write in the cover letter, sorry, you were closed. I just left, wanted to leave you a note here. Um... <laughs> And yeah, so that got me like that yeah. got me a job to design stunts for that company. Right. Uh, but I didn't like. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't think. I just thought of very like normal things. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. It's interesting to have like one like if you're like commissioned to do. It's not like you have these ideas. It's not like you sit down and you're like, I'm no, gonna have, I'm gonna have an idea about fruit today. No, you know, it's like it's, it's yeah, like very, it's kind of spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. So, so to have someone be like, okay, here's your project brief, <laughs> like come up with something that doesn't like doesn't fit that that process. Have you yeah. ever experienced that before? Which Where uh, you've been hired to do a commission, but basically they've told, they've given you free reign. They're like, we know the kind of stuff you do. Mm. This is your brief. Just do what you do and make the no. thing. I guess the analogous thing, though, is that, like, I... Last year, I was, like, really trying to do a lot of submissions. It was, like, I wasn't writing stories that I wanted to write. Because mm. I kept trying to, like, mm. fit them into yeah. the submission guidelines and the topics that other people were trying to do and, like, mm-hmm. curate and anthologies and things. And it just, like, it... it I don't know. It's the sort of same thing where it was like I wasn't coming up with anything good. It was like more normal. Yeah, I mean, maybe than... you would over time. Yeah, 
when that's just your world too. Yeah. Um, but then you're also deciding to like have your creativity be like under and in someone else's right. world. Yeah. Like you're having less time for the random weird ideas yeah. that you and my chase because you're trying to make a story about I don't know bees or something. Yes. Yeah. I was trying to sell pants. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any ideas after you stop? Oh, there was some ton of stuff. I, yeah, like I think on my fourth week, I did a contract on my fourth. Like once I was there for four weeks, yeah. my brain shifted to thinking about them all the time, which was sad for my other projects. Mm-hmm. And then I left with a ton of ideas. Mm-hmm. But you didn't actually uh, like do to them? do like a like a fake LinkedIn and yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, no because I couldn't I I I mean it's I, we don't have to get into the logistics sure. but yeah. like they I was expense like too expensive mm-hmm. for them to and it was a weird job that they couldn't justify to like <laughs> right yeah the. Like the upper, like yeah, they couldn't yeah. justify hiring me to do pranks because I told them like, there's no, I can't convince your marketing team that this will work because none of my ideas have come from market research. Right. Like, right. if I create content that has suddenly has five thousand shares on Facebook, it's not because I researched. Here's right. what people like to click on. Yeah. And so I can't actually give you reasons why I want to do the things you do. So I had issues with the head of marketing yeah. because my choices were like totally random and like they the like the ceo of the company couldn't they couldn't i think they couldn't justify them they would feel weird having me stay around being paid to like think of fun crazy things when everyone else has to do that totally connects to to back to the thing we're talking about though like because you can do random things and like some of them won't get yeah. the likes, right? It won't work. Bad experiences. They will be bad experiences <laughs> and they couldn't they couldn't afford that. But oh, like yeah. like they couldn't afford that even if one of your ideas right. would be really viral or hit something. Right. You know? They'd rather right. have consistent yeah. slow growth. Right. Yeah. And yeah. That, With, and like is... someone being really good at SEO and ad and like doing mm-hmm. like putting the right words in Facebook ads. Which I was I like was opposed to even having I was opposed to the company spending money on advertisement and that's like how they got most of their sales like, it, no, you know, we could do like yeah. other stunts yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah I think like um it's like like the freedom like there there is a part of freedom that is like a, to be able to create and uh, and have bad experiences mm-hmm. like and yeah. and when we're in monetized situations there's a way in which you lose some of that freedom yeah i think for like this voice chat app uh we probably will always remain experimental yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh us rovers we're always climbing up the ladder in our craft we try to cover all we can. Sometimes we're forced to look down on other people. But they love us because we keep the rain from coming in. You've been listening to Dispatches from Outcasts, conversations from a creative community. Recorded and produced at Mount Cass Studios in Corvallis, Oregon. 
Check out the show notes for music credits and more information about the people and things we talked about. If it leaks, it can create a real hell. But us roofers, we're here to solve that nasty problem. So go ahead and place us high upon a pedestal. You know, God didn't create beer. I believe roofers. Roofers would rule the world. We kind of just refer to him as our boss uh, (laughs) and have the roofing song memorized. (laughs) 